joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who listen to us from your local radios or your respective cities, would love to greet you in the name of the cross of Jesus. The best that God had for the earth was the cross, the cross of Jesus. It is the best that God has to give to the earth the best that god had to give to abraham his friend his faithful servant it was the ram of the bush ticket in place of his son it is the best that he has with his servants of the earth he has redeemed men from every tribe every nation and people he has made of them a kingdom and priests for God the Father and they will reign. It is by his blood that you become kings of the earth. They will reign on the earth. The best that God has for you, servants of God, is the cross of Jesus. Wherever that you are, you are the product of the cross of Jesus. He has redeemed men of every nation, every tribe. He has made of them by his blood. The best that God had to give to Abraham was the cross of Jesus. Oh, receive this heavenly gift of the cross of Jesus. This is why I greeted you in the name of the cross of Jesus, people of the earth the best that he had to give you because with the cross of jesus you have all things with the cross of jesus the bible says if god did not deny us his son jesus why won't he give us all things with him hey, hey. the cross of jesus that is why i tirelessly speak about this and I'm thinking about our beloved Paul who said, I didn't want you to know anything apart from Christ and him crucified. The cross, the cross, the cross. All things are around the cross and about the cross for the people of the earth. The best that he had for Abraham, the faithful servant of God. It is the cross of Jesus that was symbolized by the ram in the bush ticket. In the place of the pains of Abraham, God knows the things that can cause you pain. God knew that if Isaac was slain, it was going to hurt Abraham. God does not find pleasure in your suffering, no and no. God finds pleasure in doing good to you. God can feel the pain that you are going to feel before you feel it. God knew that if you would let Abraham to slay his son, yes, God had the power to resurrect him and Abraham had that faith, but God also knew that it was going to hurt him. I am asking to the Lord that he may stop things that are going to hurt you before these things can hurt you as he did for Abraham his servant. He knew this and that is why in the place of what was going to hurt and the father and the son, 
the ram was available. This ram was coming from heaven. It was not coming from a flock somewhere because there was no flock around the Mount Morija. God knows how to give the best to his servant. The best that I have in my life, it is the cross of Jesus. It is the best that I have in my life, the cross. And I love that the church should not neglect the preaching of the cross. I did not greet you in order to entertain you, but in order to bring you back to what is fundamental for servants of God, the cross. Do not forget that the consecration of the firstborns of Israel went through the Passover lamb. The cross does not only save, but it consecrates receive the power of consecration like the one of Samson by the cross of Jesus. I am releasing and asking from God this power of consecration by the cross. It is by the cross that we enter in the priesthood that is superior to the one of the temple. He has redeemed by his blood men of every tribe. It is no longer limited to the tribe of Levi. All the tribes are now welcome in the priesthood of Jesus by the blood. The Bible says it. By his blood he has redeemed men of every tribe, every nation. He has made of them a kingdom and priest to the one who loves us, who has delivered us from our sins and has made us priests. He loves us. We cost a lot to the throne of God for us to be servants. That we should be servants of God, not just by title, but that we should be servants permanently. Because the 24 elders say that by his blood he has redeemed men of every tribe, every tongue, and nation, and made them a kingdom of a prince and, and a priest for God our Father, and they will rule on the earth. Wherever that you are, receive the kingdom. Like Jesus who said, if I cast out devils, it means the kingdom has come to you. Receive the kingdom. The kingdom of God is your right. But today I am concerned about servants of God who are more concerned about the benefits of the kingdom than the function of the kingdom. The Bible says, little flock, do not be afraid. But you, because your Father in heaven is pleased to give you the kingdom that casts out devils, may you cast them out. We are in a priesthood that disturbs demons because we are called to rule on the earth. I would love that the church should rule all over the earth. That is why you were redeemed, no matter your tribe, your language, your people, your nation. The blood is enough. I am not despising the Bible schools and theological schools, but it is not what makes you priests. It is not theological schools. It is the blood of Jesus that makes you to become servants of God. May you come out from this industry of servants of God. You are going to be servants of God with rights before God. Behold my servant that I will uphold. I have pl placed my spirit upon him and he is going to announce righteousness to the nations. You are going to be sustained. The Lord is my rock and helper. What can men do to me? Dear pastor, why do you tremble? You are sustained. I would love that you should be sustained and helped. 
in every at every level spiritually physically financially organizationally may you be helped may you be sustained servants of god it is your right behold my servant that i will help if you are a servant of if you're a servant of god you have the right to help he knows how to sustain you in your ministry Servants of God, you are not alone. You are helped and you have the right to rule on the earth. The devil no longer has the right to rule on the earth. It is you, the servants of God, who must rule on the earth. May you rule by the blood. That is why I greeted you in the name of the blood and the cross of Jesus. I'm thinking of the time he was at the cross. He had the vision of all the servants of God around the world. He knew that his blood was enough in order not only to redeem us, but to make of us servants. That is why I greeted you in the name of the cross of Jesus. What a beautiful greeting for the people of the earth because the cross of Jesus, it is the best that God has for the earth. <laughs> You you have the best by the cross land of Africa, land of America, land of islands. You have the best. Receive the best. It is the cross of Jesus. The best that Israel had for her deliverance from the bondage of Egypt. It was the Passover lamb. May you receive this by faith. As Israel received it, they put blood on their doorposts. Receive it, and you will come out from the bondage of the powers of sin by the blood. He has redeemed men by the blood. The blood was shed at the cross, and the earth was free. I would want to say that the earth is a free state, like the free state in South Africa where there's Dr. Joshua. The earth is a free state by the blood. I remember the movie of Serafina. Freedom is coming tomorrow. I am not saying freedom is coming tomorrow. I'm saying freedom is already there. You are free by the blood. Our message is a declaration for you to come out by faith. It is what I believe by faith. That the topic that I'll speak to you about today is a sentence of Jesus at the cross. It is finished. This is powerful. This is my message. When he was at the cross, he cried out, It is finished. This. Can you stop on the cry of Golgotha? It is finished. This is powerful. Is there other revelation of the Holy Spirit in order to analyze the cry of Golgotha? It is finished. This is powerful. This, this, this. In all eternity, I will sing in the name of this sentence. This sentence is filling my soul with glory, with worship, with exaltation. That is why I greeted you in the name of the cross of Jesus. And the Apostle Paul continues to say, he said, if God did not deny you his son, why won't he give you all things with him? That's powerful. 
Heaven is yours. The angels are yours. All things are yours with the man of the cross. I don't know how to help you. I would love to make the most of the cross of Jesus in your life. The Bible is very clear. When he cried, it is finished. Why? What did he finish? I want to focus on this because there are religions that come from names that I don't want to mention that say that Jesus did not finish everything because he needed to marry for, for the work to be complete. There also know some, some, some pastors who also speak the same. There is no perfection in those things you're talking about. Some of you just love sexual relations. That is why you think that Jesus needed to complete all things by marriage. That's not true because Jesus himself cried at the cross, it is finished. So who's saying the truth? Is this this Korean? Oh, it is Jesus. I know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I don't want to mention certain people who say, these things, even Christian churches who are for a marriage to many women, it is not the completion of the cross that you are seeking, it is just sexual relations. Among the things that Solomon experienced, it was women. But it is not the only thing that is there. I've spoken about this because I know what people think. At the cross, Jesus finished everything. It is not marriage to many women that brings the work of God to perfection as these false doctrines say it. I want to say to you already that in heaven, there will not be sexual relations. If sexual relations was the best of the works of God, in heaven, there won't be sexual relations. It is not me who said it. It is Jesus who said it. Matthew 19, he says in heaven, we shall be like the angels. You will not find the sexual relations you love on the earth in the heaven. In heaven, there is more joy, there is more pleasure than the pleasures you find on the earth. I just opened this little bracket in order to help the church because there are many things that people speak in the earth about polygamy. When I read that, I, I found that it was a terrible thing. If you read Psalm 16, verse 11, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are eternal pleasures. There are pleasures more than pleasures. In heaven, there will not be sexual relations. We thank God for the things God has given to the earth like women on earth. But don't make that to be the perfection of the work of God. There are pleasures in heaven forevermore. There's a song that says, when we all get to heaven, when we all see Jesus, 
we will sing and shout the victory. I love to sing it in my mother tongue when we all get to heaven. What a joyful thing that will be when we all see Jesus. We'll sing and shout the victory. This is when we all get to heaven. It will be a great sign of joy. When we'll see Jesus, it will be much more than a joy. It will be, it will be blissful. We are going to be dipped in the bliss of heaven. When we will see him, we are going to be dipped to bask in these eternal pleasures. That is why leave these things of polygamy and other things that are being spoken on the earth that Jesus did not complete his work at the cross. It is it is a religion from Korea and there are some Christian also movements that speak a lot about Solomon and polygamy because they are interested in women or men. But Jesus spoke about it that there is greater pleasures, greater pleasures than sexual relations in heaven. The God would reveal the everlasting pleasures you can lose your mind but the time is coming when we will see him we are going to experience the eternal pleasures i am going to rest in that in that water of god's pleasures it will be pleasure for us it will be pleasure for Jesus the Bible says when we will see him we will be like him because Jesus is the pleasure of God God says behold my son in whom I am well pleased our, our entrance in heaven will be a pleasure for us and for Jesus Oh, we are going to pass, we are going to swim in the river of everlasting pleasures by the blood, by the cross, because he has redeemed us and he has transferred us in the kingdom of the son he loves. It will be such a pleasure. I wanted to stop on this so that you may understand that the topic I'm speaking about today is very fundamental for all the earth and for all the servants of God in the earth. The best that God has, it is the cross of Jesus. Do not take this message lightly because it is going to stop certain things that were going to happen to you. I love that God may stop certain things as he stopped what was about to happen to Abraham and says, Abraham, stop, stop. Now I know that you fear me. And God said to him, look at the ram. May the painful things be stopped in your life 
by the ram that is Jesus crucified. And that is why I greeted you in the name of the cross of Jesus. But I'm going to read a scripture so that we may go forward in the topic of the new. I took it from John 19, 28 After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, he knew, he knew. He had the revelation from his father that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. And now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with a sour wine, put it on a high soap, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Jesus died with a completed mission. He knew that all things were accomplished. And he cried, it is finished. He cried after drinking the bitter wine. Luke 22, verse 41. And then we read 51. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And the will of God was that Jesus should drink of this cup. And effectively, he drank it. And it is after he drank it that he cried out, It is finished. Follow me well. What was this cup? Verse 52 to 53. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the captains of the temple, and the elders who had come to him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. That is the cup that Jesus drank. The power of darkness was gathered at Golgotha. Follow me well. They were at Golgotha. The power from the four corners of the earth. They were gathered and they inflicted on him and at the end of what they did jesus cried out it is finished meaning i have defeated them victory by drinking the bitter wine there will not be victory for the church there will not be victory for the church it is a victory that we cannot completely explain if you go to Revelation 5, because there was no one in heaven and on earth, there was no one, there was no one to overcome this level of the power of darkness. 
you know, I can say to the church that the level at which Michael is able to overcome the power of darkness is inferior to the level that Jesus endured at the cross. No one was able to open the book and break its seals. And one of the elders says, the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome. And there was there a lamb as though that he was slain. That is why Jesus says, it is finished. He was meaning, I have got them. He was, he was meaning, I have caught them. I have them. Because his father hid the victory in that cross. From the beginning of creation, he had said, they will, they will bruise your heel and you will crush their head. And yet crush them. This is powerful. Let me read quickly. I want to turn the whole church, all the servants of God, all the unbelievers, to the source of victory. Revelation 16. I'll read verse 14. And I'll go down until verse 21. He crushed them. For there are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of all the world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. They are gathered in a battle against the line of the tribe of Judah. 15. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And they gathered them together to a place called in Hebrew, Armageddon. But for Jesus, the battle was, was Golgotha, not Armageddon. Verse 17. Then the seventh angel poured out his bow in the air, the bow or the cup. The demons made Jesus to drink a bitter cup. To the bitter cup, God was also going to give up a bitter cup. When Jesus cried, it is finished, it was their turn to also drink. Follow me well. The things I'm speaking to you, church, are in the scriptures. This seventh angel also poured a bow in the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. It is finished. It is finished. I wanted to explain this to you so that you may know what happened at Golgotha. That God also made them to drink. After Jesus drank of the bitter cup, then too were supposed to drink of the bitter cup. And there were noises and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. If you read in Matthew, you see that all these things happened when Jesus died at the cross. Now the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. The crucifixion of Jesus triggered the anger of God, and God gave them the double of the bitter cup. May you give them the double of, to what, for what they did to Jesus. If you read Revelation 18, verse 5, 
For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquity. Six, render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. They made her to drink. God made them to drink double of the bitter cup that they made Jesus to drink. May you crucify them in a double manner. This is the anger. It is finished. When he cried, it is finished. Things were happening at the cross. That is why I love Paul in Colossians chapter 2 verse 14 and to 15. He says he has disarmed principalities and authorities and he has made of them a, a public spectacle by overcoming them by the cross. The Bible, the other version says God has exposed their weakness to the universe. God is constant in what he says. He says, they will bruise your heel and you will crush their head. He crushed them when he cried, it is finished. When he cried, it is finished. They, there was a release of the double of the anger of what the devil made Jesus to experience. And when Jesus finished to drink of the cup, the bitter cup, he cried, it is finished. He meant, I have got them. I have got them. The cross of Jesus caught Satan, caught all things. What? doesn't matter what Satan can create a secret society on earth. No matter what he can create on earth, they were caught at the cross. I want you to catch them in your cities, in your nations. That is why I greeted you in the name of the cross of Jesus. It was in order to enroll you. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. He showed us of the cross. Lift up his royal banner. Stand, stand. What are you doing with the cross? He caught them by the cross. This gathering. I'm going to read for you. He overcame them in, Go in Golgotha. Isaiah 63 from verses 1 to verse 4. Who is it who comes from Bosra with uh, garments of splendor? This one who is glorious in his apparel. The, the cross was hiding the fullness of the power of God. It, it was double the power of Satan. What God invested in this battle, the Bible says, pay her double. Michael and the other angels were just executing the order of God who was angry, angry because Jesus was killed, humiliated, and hurt. Traveling in the greatness of his strength, I who speak in righteousness mighty to save. Why is your apparel red and your garments like one who trades in the wine price? I have trodden the wine price alone, and from the peoples no one was with me. I have trodden them in my anger and trampled them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my robes. For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeemed has come. This is the cross. This is Golgotha. It's been 2,000 years that he trampled them. I don't want to go back to Egypt. There again, the first bones of Egypt, the gods of Egypt. He trampled them. He, they were slain, and Israel came out of Egypt. Come out of sin. Come out of magic. Come out of witchcraft. Come, bring them out of witchcraft, sin, and 
and witchcraft and magic because it is finished at the cross. This is a certain word that is worthy of all acceptance that Jesus came into the world to save sinners. It is finished. The mission is accomplished. The devil has no more reason to keep you a slave. May you bring people out by the blood of Jesus. He finished with them. He was alone. That is why even the 24 elders speak in this manner. The line of the tribe of Judah has overcome. He was alone. It is when he finished the sacrifice that they released the armies. It is when the Passover lamb was slain that the angel was released with a sword and exercised judgment against the gods of Egypt. I want to say to the church, without the cross of Jesus, the move of angels is in waiting. But since the cross was finished, the angels go out, come out by the cross of Jesus. I'm thinking of the plains of Moab when they celebrated the Passover. The angels came out, they were activated. If you preach the cross of Jesus, the angels will be activated. Look at it's about 40 years between the celebration of Passover in Egypt and the celebration of Passover in the plains of Moab. And there too, when it was celebrated in the plains of Moab, the angel also had a drawn sword. They will come out with a mandate, pay her double. The time has come to make the enemy to drink from the cup of God's anger. Let me go forward. My main concern today was that the church should know that it is village. Revelation 16, verse 20. Then every island fled away and the mountains were not found. May the church be baptized in the anger of the anger so that the mountains may flee. Verse 21, and great hell from heaven fell upon men. Each hellstone about the weight of a talent. It's about one ton. Men blasphemed God because of the blood of the hell since that plague was exceedingly great god crushed them and at the cross jesus crushed them he humiliated them before the universe you cannot humiliate the devil and his angels without god even the angels cannot humiliate the devil and his angels without god may you turn to the anger of god this is the address of the double anger of God. It is the cross of Jesus. He drank the bitter cup and God released. This is the address of the double anger of God before which the anger of the devil can do nothing. It is the cross of Jesus. It is there where God released double in order to crush them. He, that's why it is written, he will bruise your heel and he will crush his head. I want you to receive double of the anger of God in order to crush, to crush them. And the goal of this, it is redeeming the earth. Says the year of my redeemed have come. What are you doing with the cross of Jesus? May you use the cross of Jesus. 
The apostle Paul says they do not come to baptize but to preach. The preaching of the cross is a power. As it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The, the, the cross hides their power. When the devil was angry, he invested his power to break Jesus. But when Jesus finished the cross, God says, let us avenge ourselves. And God did double. And this judgment is just the beginning of pain for the devil. The time is coming when God will say, go towards the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. They will be tormented forever and ever. I love that you should rule by the anger of the cross of Jesus. There is in the cross of Jesus the double anger of God against the anger of the devil. May you crush the anger of the devil by the double anger of God that is in the cross. May God help you. May God help you to have a good vision of the cross of Jesus. Proclaim it. Proclaim it to the world. And it is going to release what it hides. It is going to release. Like in Egypt, it released what the slain lamb or Passover lamb was hiding. It is going to release the anger. It says you have come against me with swords and clubs. They were there. But after the cross, God also released. May God help the church to come back to the fundamental message, the cross of Jesus. The Apostle Paul says, the preaching of the cross. I'm thinking about you, pastors. I'm thinking about you, servants of God, sisters, brothers. I do not want you to have pain that will make you to hurt much more. As God did for Abraham. God knew that if Abraham had reached that level of pain, God is sensitive. He stopped. He stopped. May you take the ram. May you take the cross of Jesus in order to is your suffering it is finished amen and amen it is finished my time is going there is no longer condemnation for those who are in christ jesus even god himself was disarmed in his judgment God cannot judge the world if the world or the earth, if the earth is in Christ. There is no longer condemnation for those who are in Christ, the crucified. In Christ, who will accuse the elect? Christ died. Who? Who will accuse the saints? It's not God. God does not condemn. The Bible says, God has erased. God has cancelled the document that was against us everything was erased what god said about man because of his sin it was erased at the cross man welcome to the theater of the cross of jesus amen thank you for following let us spread faith all around the world through this 